Welcome to another episode of Regulation Tomorrow Plus, brought to you by Norton Rose Fulbright. My name is Arup Sen, and I'm today I'm joined by NRF's Global Head of Financial Services, Jonathan Herbst, and Regulatory Disputes Partner, Katie Stephen, as, and we will be discussing the FCA's recent publications on whistleblowing. So if we kick off, and maybe Katie, I'll, uh, my first question will be targeted at you, if that's okay. Um, can you please uh, just tell us about the campaign that the FCA launched yesterday? Yes, of course. So the FCA has launched a new whistleblowing campaign. It's called In Confidence With Confidence. And the purpose of it is to encourage more reporting of potential misconduct to the FCA by those working in financial services. So the FCA has produced some materials for firms to share with their employees um, and a toolkit for industry bodies and consumer groups. Uh, The FCA has also updated its website with information for potential whistleblowers and increased its internal resourcing around whistleblowing. Uh, The FCA says that every report will be reviewed and whistleblowers will have a dedicated case manager and can meet with the FCA to receive updates. And the FCA is looking at ways they can expand the ways in which individuals can whistleblow by developing an online confidential form. The FCA is emphasising the confidentiality processes that exist around whistleblowing reports, explaining that they can remain anonymous and that protecting their identity is um, at the heart of what the FCA does. And it also provides some whistleblowing um, advice to people who are thinking about blowing the whistle, including that they should consider raising matters within their firm first, but they shouldn't try and obtain uh, information themselves in relation to their concerns. Well, thank you for that, Katie. Um, Jonathan, uh, over to you. Why does this matter for financial services firms? Yeah, thanks, Arup. Um, I think there's sort of three key messages I take from this. I think the first is, uh, it's a re-emphasis on the importance of the firm's culture, you know, getting the culture right so that, frankly, you don't find yourself in the position that people do feel and need to go to the FCA. And that is actually emphasised in the release from the the FCA, but I think it's just a key message. I think secondly, and I think closely linked to that, getting your own um, whistleblowing procedures correct within the firm uh, from a systems controls perspective and making people feel comfortable having the right training so that frankly people don't feel the need to go to the FCA directly. I think that's a second message. And I think the third thing I pick up, which directly ties into that, is, you know, it's it's not actually said publicly, but the subtext here is, you know, if the industry won't sort itself out, we will. And so I think there's a very clear message to firms, which is, you know, you've got to take this whole area very seriously, both from a sort of general systems perspective, but also if a whistleblower does make a, make a complaint, make sure it's investigated properly. And we'll come on to that in a minute. And therefore, you know, you will not find the FCA suddenly breathing down your neck, because this could be a very unpleasant position to be in for a firm where you don't know exactly who's complained. An investigation starts and you find yourself on the receiving end. So I think those three key messages are the ones I pick out. So thank you very much. And just just on that point, if you are a firm and and you're in a a situation where uh, a whistleblower has come forward or or a whistleblowing disclosure has been made, do you have any tips um, for firms uh, who who are in that situation about how they may uh, need to deal with that? Yeah, I mean, I agree with Jonathan. I think it follows on from from what he said is that the key thing is that if you are a firm that receives a whistleblowing report, you really need to make sure you're taking that 
seriously and that you're following your own processes and of course we have seen people um not not uh following their own processes in in the past uh and um you know getting into uh, hot water because of that and so really you need to think about what support you can provide to the whistleblower um, demonstrate a commitment to get to the bottom of their concerns and I would say even where the initial reaction is that the concerns of the whistleblower are unfounded it's important to keep an open mind um, fo follow your procedure um, and take all the, the right steps. It might be appropriate to conduct an independent review and you need to give some thought to the scope of that, terms of reference, who needs to conduct it, who's going to receive the output. Um, and of course, if you're contacted by the FCA in relation to whistleblowing, you need to take that seriously. That needs some um, senior management engagement within the firm and you might want to take some advice. Um, Jonathan, anything to add? Yeah, two quick points. I think the first, which is really interesting, is that, of course, to the extent you are contacted by the FCA, you may not know it's a whistleblower, I mean, given the confidentiality issues. So, you know, the firms are going to be left wondering, you know, what, why is the FCA coming to us on a particular issue? So I think that's just one thing to take account of. I think the second point, and it is touched on in the uh, press release and, and the literature, but perhaps not emphasised sufficiently, is you know, firms are going to need in their training and their own culture to make it clear to employees that they can go direct to the regulators. I think if there's any sense that that is being discouraged, that will be a sort of cultural black mark against firms. So, so you know, we, we obviously do a lot of whistleblowing training. And I think it's fair to say this particular issue, as opposed to making sure that people understand there's the independent process within the firm, has not always been emphasised. So I think that is a key sort of takeaway practical point for firms. So certainly a lot for firms to consider there and uh, definitely uh, sensible maybe uh, for firms to take advice uh, if those uh, circumstances ever arise. If you want to know more about this topic, uh, do log on to regulationtomorrow.com. We've got a blog article about it on there. And also the FCA's website uh, does house their publications in this regard. Uh, thanks uh, to Casey and Jonathan. Thank you to you as well for, for tuning in. We'll catch you soon.